Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Emmanuel. I'm Bolwani Femi. I'm Chimgozlu. And I'm Bolu. Yeah, you were waiting for who first. <laughs> <laughs> Always both of them. Yeah, cool. Yeah, nice nice to it's it's been a lovely week and uh, lovely. Is it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's been stressful. <laughs> Actually, I haven't slept much this week, but it's fine. We bless God by everything. Just say we bless God. Yeah. So, um, whatever you do, whatever you say, whatever you think, um, maybe you might want to sue the angel that brought you to the country you currently live in. <laughs> what? If, what, if, what if the country is nice to them? Uh, then my talk does not concern you then <laughs> okay <laughs> my talk is for the pain okay. yeah but yeah so all over the globe i'm hearing companies are suing themselves what's going on there <laughs> it's funny that um on a day like this like three global companies um amazon meta twitter are all in lawsuits either they have been sued or they are suing Okay, or the last time we eh? or they're about to sue. Or they're about to sue. Yes. One of the theory and it's funny because the last time we we talked about Twitter on this podcast was um Twitter saying, Elon Musk, you can't pull out of this deal. <laughs> so we are going to sue you. So I took it to court and a US judge has said, Okay, there's a lawsuit here. And hearing we start in um October. Yes, October, a five-day trial. We start in October. And the judge was kind of like, Elon, Elon Musk underestimated them that they don't, they can't take litigations like this seriously. Mm. And he was like, okay, see you in court <laughs> in October. So Twitter won. Elon Musk, I can't say zero. Because Elon Musk has been jabbing. No, Elon Musk has had a lot of jabs at them. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I can't say zero, but for now. It's still zero. You know you wanted to move it to next jab counts for anything. Yeah, actually, you wanted to move it to next day. You wanted to... Right, so let's just say Twitter one, Elon zero. So, moving away from that, Amazon. This one got me confused in the beginning. So, Amazon is beginning up a lawsuit against Facebook admin, Facebook group admins. Right. Okay. It was funny at, at first because I thought they wanted to sue Facebook groups. Then I now saw admin. Okay. So for you to be, I'm thinking that for you to be an admin, you can be sued and you can sue, I guess, for an entity that you are. Because I'm still trying to understand it. But then it's Amazon and I'm like, Amazon knows better. So... They should. They should know what they are going for. Anyways, they are suing them because they've been giving or they've been promoting fake reviews about products mm. on Amazon. Yes, so they are going ahead with that. And Facebook also or Meta has been, they've been like supporting them and they have blocked a number of groups that are doing this. Now, moving <laughs> from that again, it's Meta suing Meta. Mm, right. But it's not what you think. Okay, what do we right. think? There is one meta that has been bearing meta since 2010. Oh, and there is okay. one meta that became meta in 2021. Mm. Yeah. So the meta that has been meta since 2010 is suing the meta like that, the OG meta. That, Christ, that we Christian, Christian named in 2021. Oh <laughs> so they are saying they've, they've been in talks with them since that 20, in October 2021 that you guys 
No, this is our name now. It's because we are small, Abby. They are into augmented reality, still massive technology like that. Ooh. And they're like, is it because we are small? You want to collect our name from us? Let's yes. talk now. Let's not do this. But no. meta, because mm. they are big, say you can do things and they went ahead and then they've changed their names and they've changed a lot of things about them. So everywhere you go to now, it's meta, meta. And these guys are like, no, you can't do this now. Mm. Your name is going to drown us. So let's go to court. So now they are in court. Meta is suing. I'm Meta. surprised I took this long. Took this long. Yeah, yeah. A small company, you know, they are trying to save revenue in this time. And like, yeah, but like the first time, I think a few days after Meta announced that they were changing their name, they actually, I think the CEO, he made one long thread like that. Interesting. He was talking about it. So yeah. apparently they had been in talks before Meta oh, made okay. the official yeah, announcement. So... He was, uh, he was, I guess he wanted to use public sentiments against them. That's, and, and no, it's not about it didn't work. when you don't have much power. That's that's what you can well, do. Well, I'm just surprised he took this. I mean, Anyways, this is, this is I, how many months now I since it happened. I wish them the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, it's yeah. It's Facebook. That, that's, a, that's a brain look at battle that could be very, very interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let's say we move away from the legal battles and go to where the actual war happening. I mean, if Elon Musk has the mind, you should go there. <laughs> <laughs> on. So, but, yeah, where the war is happening in Russia, and uh, Bolo has some interesting developments. Okay, yeah, so, uh, we have, you know, as usual, interesting news in the cryptosphere, and he called it interesting. this is not interesting. So, um, what's actually going on now is that um, the Russian president has signed a new law banning the use of digital currencies as payments for goods and services in the country. So now you cannot use crypto, NFTs, digital currencies in general as any form of payment in Russia. So it's still possible to exchange, to trade cryptocurrencies, but you cannot use them as any means of payment. Like it's not it's not legal legal tender which is basically what what the law is about. But the interesting thing is that Russia has always had this love-hate relationship with crypto. It's not the first time they've been saying they want to ban crypto. And it's not the first time they've been saying, oh, we love crypto. So I don't know. Make up your mind, right? <laughs> make up I don't know the mind. kind of game I Russia is playing, but it's um, for crypto people. It's, you know, because these things usually affect you know, market outcomes and things like that. Right. Yeah, so... (laughs) Russia... (laughs) It was given, like, a green light kind of... Exactly, so... Acceptance for crypto at that time. Yes, and it it was... Even recently, because of the Russia-Ukraine war, it made more sense. I, I spoke to a couple of people, and, you know, they were saying now that, you know, because of the sanctions that are against Russia, it will make sense for them to actually embrace cryptocurrencies, which a lot of people thought, you know, they were going to do because it was mm, one of the ways by which they were able to um, circumvent those sanctions. For example, um, the one of the sanctions against them was, you know, they could not use this um, global payment system known as SWIFT. So SWIFT is the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication. So it's like a way whereby banks can send money global banks can send money globally. So UBA sending to like a bank in outside Nigeria or anywhere in the world. So now that they don't have you know they can't use that again. 
we had, were like, okay, like crypto, crypto would just make sense. Why don't you people just start okay. crypto? So, so what happens now? Yeah. Now that they've banned crypto. Now that Oops, they've banned, now that they've banned crypto, you know, d- due to the war, we've seen the war has caused as I don't, I, I don't know what, what to call it now, but the war has you know kind of created this kind of this this kind of thing around cryptocurrencies where we now see crypto as a like an alternative like a way for people who don't have the means to actually really the for the war? less privileged yeah? was it really no it war? wasn't really the war i think the war just um, made it more made it clearer because look at i mean look at the amount of money ukraine was able to raise yes answers did that but i think what happened in what ukraine was view, view what, Russia what ukraine war. people people were able to get money no but no no, no when you compare when you look at the put them on scale so if you put them so what's the sentiment no, Do you really want to push this? Yes, I'm about to push it. Okay. <laughs> there were millions so, of dollars that were raised within uh, just a week true. for Ukraine. But then we could also say that this was okay. a totally true. You have the Western machinery <laughs> okay. pushing cool. Ukraine's agenda. Yes. And then you had just a few people who, who cared about answers no, no, and some people sorry. coming on. So we are yes, not, we are not, we the are war not. is on a totally different scale. This is war. Mm-hmm. This is a protest. Mm-hmm. But we had similar results um people were donating money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the uh, for the protest okay. mm-hmm. and the federal government cut off those sources of funding okay mm-hmm. and people resorted towards bitcoin cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um ukraine ukrainians wanted to like acquire weapons yes. or whatever they needed mm. they couldn't do it through traditional financial institutions mm. okay. they resorted to no. cryptocurrencies so we're not invalidating that fact but yes. right. i'm saying put it on a scale and yeah. compare. I, I okay, so 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 I think a way to look at it is don't don't even let us compare. It is just one of those cases that are exemplifying. This is you know one of the use cases. This is one of those cases when you want to make a case for cryptocurrencies. This is one of those things that will happen that will let you know that you know what these things could actually be useful in this way. These things we should not discard it because so it's just adding to what. Has been done before. So if we still, if we keep seeing these things happen, it has happened with answers. It has happened with Ukraine. Who knows? Next year we might see it happen again. What what I'm saying is, is just validating. Yes, exactly. Just proving to us that you know this is something we should not discard. This is something or something that we should actually discard. Come on. I mean, think about it. You could use it for almost anything you want. So I'm banned from using traditional financial institutions, Mm -hmm. and I return to digital currencies. Now, um, obviously, Russia is now making more money than they were making at the beginning of the war. So why do they need digital currencies anymore? Ban it. Makes, it makes a lot of sense. Whenever it, it suits me, I use it. When it doesn't suit my purposes, mm. I ban it. So it's just a nice to have. Yeah. Seems like it's, way, like it, so it, it, it it's giving me one vibe with um, African governments showing that maybe they've embraced the blockchain Right, and maybe after they've gotten people to like them, they will now ban it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking because because mm. of the analogy you made. It's, it's not mm. just blockchain that happens. I mean, we saw something similar with the Lagos Okada ban in 2020, mm. and uh, <laughs> we saw something similar <laughs> with Lagos Okada ban in 2020. We saw the Lagos State Governor. Embracing, embracing with Gokada and Max, Max. Right. Then a few days later, a few days later 
my friend, will you get out of the streets? <laughs> so yeah, that's that's one interesting conversation mm. that should be had. Uh, Russia, somehow, I don't know, they've cornered their way into a very advantageous position in this war. But let's see how things play out. And uh, if you are curious, you can look at the article that Polu is referring to how the Russian-Ukraine war could affect crypto adoption yeah. globally. And yes, so based on that, while you are reading that article, okay, no, should you be reading the article first? Can read okay. it after. You can read it after. Don't worry, read it after the whole podcast. Eh? But let's go and pay homage to the people paying our rents. Hi, I'm Abisola Adenoga, the head of business at TechPoint Africa, and I'm here with good news. Did you know you could present yourself as a reputable brand leader? Did you know that your business could get the limelight it deserves? Now you do. Using TechPoint marketing tools, we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership. Begin your journey to generating leads for your business and getting instant feedback on your products and services. To know more, reach out by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description. Together, we can take your business to the next level. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tech Point Africa podcast. I want to say my name, but I'm holding <laughs> myself back. <laughs> yes. I'm actually expecting it. Yeah, so uh, it's been an interesting one so far. We're talking about global stories and, of course, the relevant local context that should be had in every conversation. And the next one is Netflix. I'm kind of a fan of Netflix. Kind of. You've not yet decided. I've not yet decided. I've made up my mind. I'm it a seems fan. they are churning subscribers i mean last month we we're talking about the difficulties that netflix has been having mm-hmm. and this time around what 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 the heck is going on again with netflix so um in let's see q3 so they are q3 ended june 30th and apparently netflix lost 970,000 subscribers wow. which almost which a million is, yeah almost a million so um the, the the kind of good news is that they had projected that they were going to lose two million subscribers and they only lost nine seventy thousand. So mm, basically, they saying, us. yeah, no problem. Um, it's not as bad as you expected, but mm. it's still bad. Mm. And um, with each day, in their annual report, they also confirmed that you know we are talking about the ad-supported version mm. last time. So it's going to be coming live on the platform in twenty twenty three. And if you're expecting that you watch ads and still access every content Netflix has to offer, well, sorry for you, but that won't be happening anytime soon. So some content will be available to everybody, but if you're on the ad-supported version, then you probably won't get everything that Netflix has to offer. So, And I bet the originals will not be there. Possibly. The originals, <laughs> Logically. They should actually tease people with the originals. Shouldn't mm. they? Be, no, they're not teasing. You I can watch them with ads. They won't allow you to watch them with ads. They are the originals. Uh, do you think it will make economic sense for them to allow people to watch the, those originals with ads? For example, the originals that they, they have a budget of around $500 million. So, so it's only the subscribers that are churning that will be paying for those high budget originals. So should they wait there for that? Because I, I paid know. for they it. They can still make the money from the ads it. now. Okay, so let's let's compare let's compare them to YouTube now. So okay. YouTube, YouTube 
you can watch YouTube content with ad for free. But then you co- you when you consider it, those contents you are watching for free is not as if YouTube paid those creators to create those content. It will yeah. be a content aggregation platform. Yeah. Exactly. So when you are directly paying for the content to be created, a lot of money. <laughs> If I might add. Okay, so basically Netflix is in Wahala. Serious trouble. Well, it could It's be. Like it that. also not be. Okay. It depends. I mean, any case for them not being in trouble. Any case for them not being in trouble. Yes. I don't really think there's a case for them not being in trouble because losing 970,000 subscribers is a lot for them. So, what could possibly happen is, you know, last time we were looking at some of the possible reasons why they lost those customers. So, um, are people less interested in going out? And, uh, uh, sorry, are people less interested in staying back at home and binging Netflix? Um, are they also facing more competition? Because um, in their report, one of the things they're saying is that they are very optimistic that the streaming market is going to grow. They still have, they still maintain a very large market share, especially in the US, sure. I think mm-hmm. over 7%. So they are still very optimistic that that market could grow. But they also acknowledge that because it could grow, a lot of people are getting in. So they have a lot more competition. Mm. So, you know, you also mentioned that we might also have to look at it in context. They are, so far, they are the only ones who have, um, like, told us how many cost, uh, subscribers they lost. Now, mm. we don't know if the others also lost as many subscribers. Mm. Or even if it's not... Thing. Yeah, so mm-hmm. is it something that we are seeing... Is it that the market is not doing as well as we expect or what? So I think it's going to take a while for us to be very certain of Netflix's future. But yes, if I'm an executive at Netflix, I'm probably going to be worried. Hmm. 970,000 subscribers in this is just halfway through the year. Wow. Uh, what could it get to by the, by end, the end of the year? year. So I might, I'll be worried. Hmm. So... Hmm. It's interesting it's interesting that you brought up you know, the fact that other platforms don't release how many um how many customers, customers they lose. N- not not that they they don't but okay. like this is this is like 20th. Mm, okay. So maybe they so are they taking some time to do yeah. all of that. But we can't tell yet. But then mm. Netflix are and are taking up a large part of the market. So Yeah. 7 seven or so in the US. So, so compared to other yeah streaming platforms so if and you want to take it it will definitely reflect yeah true. of course true and don't also forget that these other guys are just coming into the market so it's probably good but then i don't want to believe that it's those competitors taking them i'm just okay. i don't want to believe it's like the market <laughs> is just bloody but then mm. i have i have an argument against that could it also be that the competitors are taking them because the competitors have better content because when you look at the recent um, Emmy nominations Netflix mm-hmm. only Netflix originals only had um 105 nominations and compared then HB compared to HBO Max that had 140 so okay. when you look at those numbers mm-hmm. it's okay, it, it, it doesn't automatically mean those competitors are taking Are taking their customers, but, but content-wise, yes, content you need to consider those. I don't think Netflix right. has any series that can touch the boys. I know it was, <laughs> <laughs> but now this is it sounded like unfair comparison. The boys is you know, is what it's, it's not league, 
no, so what what all the marketing with stranger things what happened no, Stranger Things did Don't panic. Well, you have to project. Yeah. Con- you have to project <laughs> confidence. Don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you want to come and learn top-notch communication strategies like that, just come to Tema Elevate 1.0, July 23rd. Is this Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, don't don't Saturday. miss it. Don't miss it. Don't decide to stay out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to be having really interesting conversations around this kind of spectrum. I mean, this is a very very interesting. If Netflix says one or two wrong things in that their yeah, report, hmm. their stock prices can just crash. Mm. True. Yeah, considerably. So yeah, those are the things you should be considering when uh, you're talking about communicating with the outside world, sub- subscribers, customers, investors, and all of that. And that is something that African companies, f- for me, are still struggling with. Mm. Communication. If an allegation comes out don't just tell us it is a lie tell mm. us the truth mm. so we don't have defense to that truth start stressing ourselves to figure out what happened yeah start making assumptions oh these those claims are unfounded which one thing that one that one it doesn't help anybody okay 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 you say it's a lie okay so what What's now happened truth? yes so yeah the gist is yeah in the recent weeks kenyan government has been really 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 brutal the asset recovery agency of kenya is so i was thinking the that agency was like nigeria's economic and financial crimes EFCC. commission the efcc but it's more like the national financial intelligence unit the nfiu so that's any transactions in the financial sector that looks suspicious that oh could maybe be used for criminal activities these guys are the first people that will be on the lookout right apart from of course the great cbn these guys are always on the lookout and what normally happens across the globe is when a transaction is flagged the bank calls you so for instance now they see five million into my account at once mm. i know this is as sad as it is to say it but they will call me <laughs> <laughs> they will call me guy call me where did you see five million And I will not explain, okay, I've changed my job. Okay, well, yeah, tell us what you do now. And I have to give them updates. Same thing applies with the company. If a certain amount of money that you feel like, okay, how did this money get here? This company does not really transact this large amount of money. Okay, what's up? You call the company and you ask them what's going on. Mm-hmm. But as it should be. As it should be, right? And if they are not able to answer you satisfactorily, you can say okay let's start investigations against this company what's going on and what's really happening so but kenya has this interesting quirk that they don't have to wait for you to come and tell them what's what, what's yeah you don't need to they don't need to wait for you to explain what is going on with that money they just go to the court and say wait let's let's calm down this account first no transaction whatsoever is going on again. no transaction so that is apparently what happened with flutterwave corape and Candon Technologies. And before these three companies, there was multi 
So there was Remix Limited, and Remix Limited was linked to also Nigerian founders before Flutterway, before all these guys. So, and one thing that we found in common was that they are all cross-border payment companies, B2B. So, mm. yes, any reservations so far, so good, before I continue. Any reservations? I'm listening to the gist from you, please. Yeah, just allow me to talk, 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 please, talk, talk, see, talk, talk. You, I'm you feeling see, like I'm preaching. See, uh, okay. No, you're giving I, us I'm the I'm agreeing with story. what you said, right? No, I you agree. No, I that's agree what with I'm you. saying. <laughs> no, 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 I agree so far. Okay, to the point that you've taken it, so I agree with you. Okay, when but... It's, it's standard pra- practice. Mm. When you find something fishy about what's going on in a person's account, you ask the person for explanation. But you said in Kenya... It's not done. They just say, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's not done. Mind you, I'm not saying it's yeah, not done. Like I'm not saying they don't need to do that. They don't need to do that if they don't want to. If they don't want to, <laughs> okay. Is so it they are empowered. Of, they are empowered yes, by the yes. So uh-huh. and it kind of creates room for extortion. So remember, we're saying, oh, this the ERA is accusing Nigerian companies of money laundering. They are stealing. They are moving money around, and mm. it's a network, an international network of uh, money laundering operators. Okay. Yeah. Okay. International this, this, international this past ring. weeks has been... In our last podcast, I was like, I feel sorry for Nigerian fintech startups. It's like, it's so sad, like, everywhere, buzz boost. Like, what's going on? Yeah. It's, it's I don't know. It, is it that you have something that clears or that brings hope? Hmm. So what I would say is, sure you saw that business is you could start. You decided it was fintech you do. No, no, ah, fintech. Uh, uh, you know, you know, Of course, I mean, no, you fintech is lucrative. So, so if if I have ever had a business mind, which I don't, it should definitely be fintech. Of course, <laughs> you will do it. But the thing is, you see the shiny part of it, but you don't see the stress behind hmm. it. Yeah, that's it. The money they froze in front of you. I mean, account. think about running a bank alone. Mm. So you're in charge of people's money. You have to track every transaction. I mean, it's not as simple as just yes, yes. putting up an e-commerce mm-hmm. platform. And I don't have to track what you're doing. Like you're liable for whatever the things they use your business oh, wait, to wait, do. Wait, wait, someone, you're liable for whatever it happens uh, that happens on the If someone platform. sells, um, if someone decides to use your platform to sell, let's say cooking, for example, you're liable. you could claim that you don't know because are you supposed to open it? Ah. Mm. I mean, uh, so if you a few weeks ago, there's there's this, would I call them e-commerce? But they kind of help Nigerians ship stuff, and apparently they had to stop shipping to Nigeria because they are flagging cocaine in some of their packages. Mm. So mm. they are still accountable then. Yeah, they are accountable, and that's because they were, it was it was found out. But they just had to pause. Is a different thing from. I have to monitor your transactions. So I have to know. Okay, how much? Yes, they use systems to. Um, detect all of this, but man, it's yeah. hard. Yeah, if if you need to find out, oh, if, if this thing is could be financing terrorism, mm-hmm. if could yeah. be financing a drug trafficking, so you're, you're pandering so to regulators, you're pandering to your customers, and you just have to manage all of these hmm. relationships. So but, it's but crazy. I'm curious about something, okay. right? Why is it like is it like you have something between Kenya and Nigeria? Why is it why why don't Nigeria, if if they are really if these money laundry claims are really true, why why is it? Why are they focused on Kenya? Why are they doing it in Kenya? Why are mm. they doing it? In How can Kenya? they do it on their land? 
Zimbabwe. Okay, oh, so that that that's, 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 that's a very interesting point because one of the main reasons, according to some sources I spoke to, is the Nigeria's current FX regulations prevents them from uh, making some certain kind of transactions. So these mm. are B2B payments companies that are settling transactions for not individuals. So mm. they are not. It's not uh, Bolu wants to send money to someone in Ghana. Mm. It's Echo Bank wants to send money to UBA. No, or UAC mm. or Unilever. That is the kind of transactions that you'll be expecting mm. these guys. So they're not going to be sending $1 million, $2 million. Mm. And the Nigerian um, regulations are not allowing they're not, them. They're not... It's, I don't understand what's going on with the CBN. Every nook and cranny, the CBN is mopping up really any loophole <laughs> for you to handle dollars. See, now, <laughs> I don't understand. You know how we are made to all take biology classes? Mm-hmm. I think we should actually make economics classes a must because you have to understand it if you're going to be in Nigeria. Mm. Because every week, there's something that it affects you, but you probably don't even know it affects you. Know, you. Affects you. It's, it's, it's something that ripples. Yeah. That's like like as, as little as buying something and paint. Because I want to buy something on AliExpress <laughs> and I can't pay for it. It's not, the thing is not even up to $50. So, yeah. Exactly. This is now. This is for you, the individual. Look, look at what is happening to let's they say Flutterwave. And they Flutter have to settle bills. Exactly. Yeah. Flutterwave is Uber's client hmm. in Nigeria. Uber does not charge you in dollars. They charge you in naira. That is why you can still take Uber rides. If not, once your Uber ride pass twenty dollars, <laughs> you know you have to take ride again. <laughs> oh my so, God. but Flutterwave is helping Uber collect this money in naira. Mm-hmm. What Flutterwave now needs to do, some in some situations, would be to settle Uber with mm. dollars. Which Why do they have do to do that? The, ah, they need to do that actually. You want Why? to be giving Uber Naira. I don't understand. They, they want to give Uber Naira. So I'm asking, is the money is leaving the country? Uber oh. on their own can decide to behave like say an AliExpress and still charging dollars. So why can't mm. Uber make it easier for them and probably have like an Uber Nigeria or Uber Africa? Hmm. Like it doesn't have to go to the central account. Yeah. Even though if, even like the Uber Nigerian account, we still have to remit if there is something anything like that. Yeah. So how that's they Uber Nigeria account. The FX regulations are still doing yeah, them so now. So maybe they don't have to do like an Uber Nigeria. They could just do maybe Uber Africa headquarters in a country that has maybe less stringent laws. Okay. And make it easier for them to remit. So maybe isn't that what these companies are doing with Kenya? Is it? That seems so, like it. Yes, ideally Kenya is the more liberal country when it comes when it comes to FX. So okay. these companies are working with partners over there that they move the money there, and from Kenya they now move it to, to Europe or any US. other country that they want to move it to because the FX regulations are kind of relatively easy. So what the area is saying is, ah, this this is a whole lot of money. What could be happening here? Could it be something fishy is going on? And of course, what could sh- what could be happening is, what could have happened is ARA calls them and asks what is going on. From what I gathered, Korape, for instance, is already discussing with the Central Bank of Kenya to mm. get their license mm. in Kenya, so a payment so license. So you don't have to but pass through any other person. Taking a lot of time. Hmm. The money has been sitting. That money that the ARA froze, for instance, has been sitting in that account since 2021. If it was yeah. money laundering, that money would have moved. It would have been moved by now. So those are the considerations you have to take when looking at this. And yeah, 
Bulu, I apologize. The beats for the dragon have been dragging you. I learned that crypto people are learning when it comes to money laundering. I don't accept your apology. I don't accept your apology. No, no, I'm no. Okay, I'm not apologizing again. But yeah, if, in case you're wondering, I learned that it's just one percent of money laundering. That is crypto. The yes, rest. Now we are good people. Is the not that you're good people. You guys, you guys are, are just you are the new no, kid on the block. Now. People when, are studying them. When African government are saying and uh, people will use um, cryptocurrencies for illegal business, I'm like, ha. Ah. Mm. The ones that are doing under your nose. Nobody. I mean, their argument is legit. It's not anything legit. Okay. Why? How is? Okay. How is? Okay. You know what? Let's leave this discussion and end this podcast so that we can continue the fight after this. So, thank you for listening to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Imano, and everybody here don't need to mention your name. Yeah, so that's uh, that's it's been an interesting one. Let us know what you think, and if you listen to that particular uh, snippet on Twitter, just share, comment, just let us know what you think about the whole flutter wave allegations and all of that. So, and you can use the hashtag Tech Point Africa podcast, and uh, wherever you find this podcast, you need to share it. You need to share it wherever you find it. So. Let me just tell you where you can find it now. Bolu, please. Okay, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Hiat Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcast. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, people, and see Bye. you next week. Bye. No, okay. see you on Saturday. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.